This is uh, this is the third Harris. There's Michael the third Harris. and then there's the idiot broadcaster in Mississippi. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like this Harris. <laughs> Garcia, there's a swing and a deep drive. Left field. Dean will look up, and it's long gone to the back of the Braves bullpen. Dansby Swanson, a solo home run. I got chills from that one. Ronald Acuna with a monster shot over the hitter's eye in straight center field. Swing and a ground ball to the middle. Base hit center field. Coming in to score is Nesloni, and that's a Mississippi Braves winner. It is Friday, April 16th of 2021. Welcome to the Big Show Podcast. As we are now just 18 days away from the minor league season starting on Tuesday, May 4th, the Umbrays will open at home a six-game homestand against the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, the AA affiliate now of the Miami Marlins. Well, today on the podcast, you're going to hear from a couple of guys you might be seeing, one for sure, in a couple of weeks, and that is Justin Dean, Outfielder in the Atlanta Braves organization. He's 24 years old, and in 2019, he led the organization, one of the tops in all of minor league baseball in stolen bases. He had 45 of them while playing for the low-A Rome Braves. He was probably destined to be in Mississippi last year until the pandemic canceled the season. Also, later on, you'll hear from new Braves manager Wyatt Terragus as he talks about his familiarity with the Atlanta Braves organization. Also, how he got the job as the manager of the Mississippi Braves. And then we'll talk about his Chickasaw heritage, and he is a member of of the Chickasaw tribe. But first, we get things started with outfielder Justin Dean. I think everyone that looks at your your game can't help but come away impressed, especially with those 45 stolen bases in 2019. So talk about your game and what's going on with you right now. Yeah, my game is, is definitely still uh, tailored towards speed. That's, that's, my, that's my biggest attribute. That's, that's what I bring to the game. So I definitely want to keep that at the forefront. Um, definitely trying to add some more pop. You know, the more pop, the better the way the game's going. Um, but just to be able to have both, I think it's going to be a real big threat. I've definitely made a couple of swing changes um, over the course of the whole long extended offseason. So hoping to um, see some results with that, really display some uh, another tool as far as to go along with my speed. Justin, uh, but when you look at speed in the outfield, from your perspective, what's it uh, what's it like to be in the outfield with guys like Trey and Drew Waters, and then obviously with a Christian Pache and and, and those guys? Uh, I think it's a blessing. I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded with talent. So um, every everywhere I look, whether I'm in center, they might put me in a corner. I look to my left. I look to my right. I got a guy who can go get it beside me. You know, whether it's you know a, a serious glove tool or somebody who can handle, like it's just somebody who can fill a spot. We got guys who can play all over. I feel really confident in what we can do. I feel like I learned something when I watch people, you know, go about their business and practice. When I watch Drew, when I watch Trey, when I watch Pache, I feel like I, I pick up on little things. I watch Mike, like these guys are, are really good outfielders as far as, you know, fundamentals, as far as throwing, like these guys can throw, these guys can go get it. So I like being, I like having all this outfield talent. It, I feel like it pushes me. Talking with Justin Dean, you can follow him on Twitter at Big underscore P-O-P-A-A, Big Papa yeah, on yes. Twitter. Uh, 24-year-old, born in, in South Carolina. He went to Lenoir Ryan. Of course, the last couple of years, 
Uh, you spent your last year with uh, with Rome, had those 45 stolen bases, 109 games. I love the 386 on base percentage. Strikeouts might have been a little bit high, but what are some things you mentioned the swing change? What's some things that that you're working on and, and are kind of points of emphasis for you this year? More contact, more hard contact in the air. So um, my looking at the numbers from 2019 with with the uh, front office guys and a couple of coaches in big league camp, uh, it's a, of course, I made good hard contact, but the majority of my good hard contact was on the ground. So we want to try to raise, you know, my contact level and start to spray the ball, you know, on line drives and be able to touch gaps and be able to utilize my speed. And a couple of them, you know, will leave the yard more. But, uh, yeah, I made a little, you know, some swing, phrases, some swing changes to match the adjustments that I need to make. So it's not it's, it's not necessarily like the launch angle that everyone would think, but it's just, you know, more getting behind the baseball instead of more on top of it. I was coming from uh, I had a different swing coming from college into pro ball. You know, I was more I was attacking the top of the baseball, which is, of course, going to when you miss hit it, you're going to hit it down. So trying to t- trying to get away from the ground balls, trying to spray the gaps, trying to run around. I mean, you had nine home runs. Not like you didn't have any power, but you no, had for this, sure. I mean, 45 stolen bases. It seemed like stolen bases. I mean, while you still have guys that steal out of bases, obviously Ronald Acuna is a 40-40 type of a uh-huh. candidate. I mean, for you, 45 stolen bases. Talk about what that means when you get on base and that pitcher is super nervous and how that affects not only you, but also the player that's at the plate. Yeah, I feel like I can, I can, feel like I can change a situation when I get on base, you know. Um, when he goes, if we get a, a, a big slow guy on first, you know, with one out, you know, he's going base to base. If I get on one out, I steal a base. Pitch, I got I got pressure on the pitcher. I got pressure on the defense now. We got to run around second with one out. It's, it's a different field. Now everybody's a little more tense. Now the pitches matter a little more. Um, it's gonna it's gonna change what he calls. So um, they can I can see when certain pitches are a little more worked up than other ones. You know about me being on base. So I can tell that my presence can sometimes can alter, you know, what they're going to do, what they're feeling. So I feel like that one helps me, you know, gets my offense going because I know what I need to do, but it also helps the guy hitting because um, he's going to get different pitches. He might get, they might be more aggressive. They're going to be quicker to the plate. Then I could be thinking about him as much. They're going to be thinking about me. He's more liable to make a mistake. He's more liable to miss over the plate, get my guys some chances to, see some good pitches to drive a gap and score everybody. You got a chance in spring training this year to get in some games. You got in 10 games, had a couple of hits, eight at bats. You were two for eight. You had a couple of stolen bases as well. And and what was that like to, to get a couple of bags, you know, in big league camp? It was honestly crazy because coming from not playing for a year and then the first games that I play in, being a big league game, it was just like, wow, uh, this is not the jump that I expected to make. But I'm really glad that it happened. You know, just get thrown to the wolves, do whatever you do. It was cool to do it. For, it was cool to do it at that level and to showcase it, you know, in front of the big league coach and in front of other coaches, you know, that see that speed that I can do it in a game, in a big league game. It was it was just cool to be let loose after feeling, you know, caged for, for a year and some change. Justin Dean, pride of Malden. Is it, it is Malden, not is it? Yes, Malden. 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 Yes. Yeah, I know they're I know they're proud of you. The thing I love about you know, watching the big league team play is, is just their camaraderie. You know, they all, you know, feed off each other's energy. That mm-hmm. that takes them up a level. Not only are they talented, but they play so well together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like, and of course, I think you can say this about a lot of organizations, but it seems like you guys prioritize that a little bit more of the family aspect of, of pulling for each other and wanting each other to succeed. Most definitely. Uh, we talked about that. I've talked about that with, with Trey, with a couple other players. I couldn't imagine what my pro ball experience would be like to this point if I was in another organization. Not to say that other organizations don't handle it right, but 
the Braves do a really good job of surrounding you with great people, whether it be coaches, whether it be strength staff, whether it be people who are cooking your food, like the club is everybody is great people. Everybody is rooting for you. Everybody's there. They make you feel like everybody is there to help you chase your dream, to help you, you know, lift you on your path to the big league. So that alone, I feel like just get gets guys really comfortable and kind of just cuts out the whole nervous aspect as far as what comes with pro ball and having to impress and trying to do this and trying to do that for uh, for certain people. But um, they just make it a really comfortable, really almost loving environment. Like you really feel you really feel like a family vibe around here. When some players, obviously, you look at the tools of everybody that that is is at that level. I mean, you're you're listed five six. Yeah, that's wrong. You have to be brought up a little bit different as far as your mentality to survive in a world where everybody's taller than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm just curious your your mindset when you when you when you enter a clubhouse or you go into a game and and, and it's, the guy's just five six, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna get one thing clear. It is five. It's got to be five eight. We got to change that on the website. I don't know who we need to complain to. Right. We need to send a request to, but it's five eight. Spread the word. But most definitely, everybody is taller than me. <laughs> and it's, but and it's always been that way though. It's always been that way. It's just always giving me an internal chip on my shoulder, whether I even notice it or not. You know, I feel like you know, as soon as I get in the box, I feel like I got to do a little something more, like show them that I still got some pop. I can still you know, swing this bat right here. I'm not just going to bun it and run. It's always, it's, I've never really felt discouraged um, when I see bigger dudes on the field. You know, you notice it sometimes, but like as far as what what I got, as far as what I know I got, as far as my game and what I bring to the baseball field, I know I'm in a good position uh, going up against, you know, the six sixes, the six eights, right. <laughs> the other five eights. I don't care. Bryce Balls out there. Bryce Balls, Drago, <laughs> yeah, big man. I, I do want to ask you something because I remember reading a story about you uh, when you were in, in high school and I think you'd been away from the game for a little bit and it was your dad that encouraged you to get back into playing baseball. I mean, did you consider not playing baseball and how much has he been an influence in your life? Oh yeah. I, I actually like basically made my mind up to quit baseball because I had got really good at skateboarding. I say really good, like I was getting good, but I got really passionate about skateboarding. And like I was I was doing it, of course, every day, like that's all I wanted to do. So I came to a point where I was like, you know, what? I don't even want to I don't want to play baseball anymore. I told my mom, she told my dad and she came back and told me she was like, yeah, he said no. So <laughs> you can just take your time and like do what you want to do. But you're still going to play baseball. I was like, OK, so I, I skated for like a little while longer. And actually, like one of my neighbors, like right down the street, his son, Corey Thompson, played, got drafted by the Reds out of high school. His dad came to the house one day, like on a Saturday, like, hey, where's Justin at? He's like, he's upstairs. He's like, tell him to come outside. Like, we're going to training. From that day, I went and worked. I went and did some baseball work with him that day. And from that day on, I fell back in love with working at the game, working at the game. And I just kept training with him. That helped me get back on the path to loving baseball again. So my dad, like, never really let me give up. He let me do something else. But he was like, I know what you're good at. I know you're gifted at it. So you're gonna see, you're gonna keep doing it. That's awesome. And now yeah. you're you're on the road to 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 the big leagues. So yeah, yeah. amazing how I know, I know he's proud, and I know uh, for sure. I know, I know it's got to be uh, a fire in your belly to to get to the big leagues, and and you're getting there. You're 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 not there yet, but but doggone it, you're pretty doggone close. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna keep working. All right, hey Justin, appreciate the time, man.
I appreciate you having me, man. Season tickets are on sale now for the 2021 season and return of Mississippi Braves baseball. Guarantee your family, business, or group of friends access to the return of baseball at Trustmark Park. Season ticket holder benefits include VIP parking, special discounts, and priority seating for non-Braves events such as college games. To join us, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. Back on March 30th, the Atlanta Braves named the Embraves coaching staff. Manager Wyatt Terregas, along with pitching coach Dan Meyer and hitting coach Einar Diaz, all with major league experience for Terregas, his first year in the Atlanta Braves organization. He finished 30 games above 500 in five seasons, managing in the Pirates organization, going from the short A West Virginia Black Bears to high A Bradenton in 2019. In both low A and high A, Tarigas had a pretty strong familiarity with the Atlanta Braves organization. I do know a lot of these players. I've, I've actually managed against them uh, both in Rome and in uh, they were the Florida Fire Frogs high A affiliate. So I'm actually pretty f- familiar with the players. I, I just don't know them personally. Um, but the Braves always have really good pitching. They they do a good job of scouting. I, I think whoever we get, we're gonna we're gonna have a good team. So. Um, you know, the goal is to come out and play hard, get the guys better, and continue to get them closer to their dreams in Atlanta and just have a successful year on and off the field. Last year was a crazy year for everybody, and it included minor league coaches for Tarragas. He actually was pinpointed to manage another double-A team in another organization, one that was familiar to him. Quite interesting to see how he got the job here in Mississippi. Funny year, I was actually employed by the Cleveland Indians last year. And not a lot of people know that because it didn't get released um, and we never had a season. But I was going to be in Akron with their double-A team. But the way the pandemic went down, um, there was a lot of changes in a lot of organizations. And a lot of my friends and I were caught up in it all. And um, was just was just kind of fortunate that I had a, I had a guy that I met with Cleveland. And, and he called over and said, hey, we really like this guy and he's really good. And, you know, some decisions were made and he's available. I got a call from from the Braves uh, pretty soon after they made their moves. The Indians made their moves and uh, it started a whole interview process. And the interview process went for like five and a half months. I mean, it went from like October to like February, even into March, maybe now that I'm thinking about it. And uh, they finally called me with in the final call to say, hey, we'd like you to to manage our double A team. And I was like. Absolutely. You know, let's do it. Um, sounds like sounds great. And I, I, I grew up a Braves fan. It was Cubs during the day on WGN playing all the day games. And it was Braves at night on TBS. I, I was a Cubs, Braves and Orioles fan. So when I got the opportunity to come over with the Braves, uh, I was extremely excited about that. Uh, I can still remember all those players from the 90s and have always wanted in some way or another to be affiliated with the Braves organization. So this is pretty cool. One thing that's dear to him is his Chickasaw heritage. It comes from his grandmother, who lived to be 103 years old. Yeah, so the Chickasaws, they actually originate out of Mississippi, which is kind of cool. I've never been to Mississippi, I don't think, except maybe to drive through um, from Florida to, to, I think it went from Florida to Texas, and I think they went through there. Um, So I'm interested to get down there uh, just to see where the, the origins 
come from. Um, the tribe has moved to Oklahoma now. They're in Ada, Oklahoma. But but with the the connection of the Chickasaws in Mississippi, that's always been a place that I've wanted to go visit. Yeah, and I think I think it's good that uh, I think with what we've seen with sports teams and some of the the names the past couple of years, I think there's a an effort to try to include uh, indigenous people and names in, in maybe a better light. And, and I think that the Braves do a good job with that. So I think, you know, I'm excited, I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, my grandmother, she, she, she grew up in Oklahoma and she, she always used to tell me about the, uh, the heritage and, and the family members that we've had and the history from Mississippi to Oklahoma. My, my father made sure to uh, enroll me and my, my sister or my sister and I into the tribe. And then uh, I followed up with uh, my kids and they are, they are also members of the tribe. So it's pretty cool where you come from, where your family comes from. And my grandmother was so proud of her native American heritage and it's a rich culture and I'm proud to be a part of it and proud to call myself a Chickasaw member. Well, that'll do it for today's big show podcast. Once again, 18 days away from opening day, on Tuesday, May 4th, for all the minor leagues, including your Embraves here against the Pensacola Blue Wahoos at 6.35 p.m. Once again, for all your Embraves information, you can log on to MississippiBraves.com. Follow the Embraves on social media at Embraves. And on Twitter, I am at CHarris731. With that, we say goodbye from Pearl, Mississippi.